Hi, I'm Tommy Henry, host of the Chicago History Podcast. Welcome to the second episode of a short-form series I'm calling Chicago First, where I talk to different people about their first experiences in Chicago. In future episodes, I plan to talk with musicians, authors, comedians, theater directors, and others about their memories. I also want to hear from you, listener. If you have a good Chicago First story you'd like to share, my contact info is included at the end of this episode and in the show notes. I've known Marvin Mason, today's Chicago First guest, for 30 years, and for three of those, we worked one cubicle apart. In all that time, I don't remember him ever saying anything about writing or wanting to be a writer, but in the past year, he has not only published his first novel, Curse of Blackhawk's Treasure, he also wrote and published three novellas with his Claim Me series, another novel, Playdate, an urban romantic thriller, and on June 2nd, 2020, released yet another novella called Desire Me Only, Three Little Words, the first in his three-part Desire series. Let me point out, as you may have surmised, Marvin isn't a kid. He's in his 50s, and like many in their 50s, he's got graying hair, a few extra pounds, and yet somehow maintains a drive. I talked with Marvin recently and asked him when he got the writing bug. I graduated in 83. So black exploitation had come and gone. And there weren't a lot of opportunities really in front of the camera anyway for a person of color. Well, I had to look at being a sound engineer, a cinematographer, and my vision was shot. You, you've worked with me, you know that. Uh, so sound engineer uh, or writing. And uh, the bulk of the classes I wound up taking at Columbia were writing classes because I didn't have to take math or science. So I wrote all the time. He says he started writing in college almost by default. Of course, from writing in college all those years ago to starting again now, I had to wonder if there was someone he credits with getting him to pick up the pen again. John Borowski. If you don't recognize the name, John Borowski is a Chicago filmmaker, possibly best known for his serial killer documentaries on people like H.H. Holmes, often called America's First Serial Killer. That's Holmes, not Borowski. If you're into ghoulish stuff, Borowski is for you. I had a meeting with him and asked to do a treatment for a short film he had actually directed. Uh, and I had an idea of a short he had made. I had a longer version of it. And he, he challenged me and told me to write it. And I did. And he went, dude, I told you to do a, a treatment, which should have been like 20 pages. And I wrote 70, which, you know, and, and really mixing what a treatment would look like and a screenplay would look like. And I was off to the races after that. I haven't stopped writing since. Fast forward to last year when Marvin started writing and felt bold enough to bring his work out in the open at a Chicago writer's workshop. It didn't go as he hoped. You know, after I had my head handed to me at a uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago Writers Association workshop, where you had a chance to actually present and do queries with agents. Uh, and I had a couple of agents who cut me down to size right away with the first book. First thing he said was, uh, who edited this? And I went, well, I did. And lo and behold, I had to find an editor right away. And I, I was real fortunate finding a young lady by the name of Megan Joseph, who, who put everything in place for, for me. So she really went over with a fine-tooth comb, um, everything in regards to Blackhawk, uh, Curse of Blackhawk's Treasure. And within two months, she had me, you know, send it out to beta readers who were really you know, cut it down to size because I had ooh, 
about close to 90,000 words and wound up releasing it with 77. You know, so I did a lot of editing on that. I mean, it, it, and really transitioning chapters. I didn't so much rewrite it. I transitioned chapters. And that was really important uh, just to get a tone as far as, you know, my writing was concerned. Uh, but no, Megan Joseph sent me down to, you know, be love and I was off to the races ever since. So I've had a publisher since November, November of last year. Based on the covers of the books with the lovely women of color and their come-hither looks, one might expect these books to be sexy romance novels written by a middle-aged dude. Not exactly my genre. But in reality, Marvin has a knack for weaving a solid mystery, often with a historic bent. His book, Curse of Blackhawk's Treasure, for example. Blackhawk itself is about the Blackhawk War of 1832 in Chicago. Oh, and... What team may have, might have been named after the Black Hawk War? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, there's a piece of history there. In trying to find Anisha's writing, Marvin ran into some problems. His work was too mature to be young adult, but it wasn't really geared to adults. He then learned about the new adult category, but wasn't finding much support there either. So I just uh, went online and said, well, somebody's got to be doing something, because I know there's a whole genre out there of... You know, for lack of a better way, people of color um, who whose lives are not being represented out here. And the funny thing is the person who told me about the, the term new adult was a black agent. So, you know, I was really shocked because I'm like, you, you don't have it. No, I don't do those kind of novels. Really? That's 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 how we're going with this. Marvin credits Megan Joseph, his editor, for helping him find his path. I asked Marvin how his family reacted to his first novel, Curse of Blackhawk's Treasure, and his interest in being a writer. Funny thing is, Blackhawk came out as therapy for me when my mother died. So my biggest fan was already dead. Uh, my father was like, you're doing what? You know, and you know, that was pretty much his response. You're doing what? Uh, my wife was like, good for you. And that was that there. Uh, so, you know, for the most part, the people I work with, I was really on the down low about it. Didn't say anything until actually the street date of the title. Marvin already has his ninth and 10th projects geared up for release this August and is looking into writing for TV and film. When he's not cranking out his book titles, Marvin is a special education teacher in Bellwood, Illinois. Much thanks to Marvin Mason for sharing his Chicago First story with me. You can find him on Facebook by searching for author Marvin Mason, and a link to his website is included in the show's notes. If you have a Chicago First story you think might be of interest, send me an email at chicagohistorypod at gmail.com. Thanks, as always, to John K. Schneider for the Chicago History Pod art. His contact info can be found in the show's notes. As always, like, subscribe, and if you like what you hear, leave a written review about this podcast and tell a friend. It helps us get the word out and reach new history fans. Get out and explore when possible. Learn more about whatever city you live in and stay safe. Thanks for listening.